With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. It's a staggering amount of money, and apparently it's just the beginning. The bipartisan infrastructure plan is on track for a final Senate vote today. That's Washington correspondent Mike Rossia. Final votes on the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure plan are expected in the Senate around 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time with the expectation that the package will be approved. Some 70 senators appear ready to vote for the package, overcoming opposition from liberals in the Democratic wing and staunch conservatives among the Republicans. Approval of the bill would set the stage for debate and an eventual vote on an even bigger Democrat package totaling $3.5 trillion dollars. That bill would spend money on what the Democrats are calling human infrastructure, things like free pre-K and community college. And under the budget reconciliation process, that bill could win approval without a single Republican vote. Also at SRNnews.com, get the shot or else. Washington Governor Jay Inslee says state workers and employees in private health care and long-term care settings will be required to be inoculated against COVID-19 as a condition of continued employment. Individuals covered by this order I will issue today will have until October 18th to become fully vaccinated against the COVID disease. And starting no later than mid-September, all U.S. servicemen and women will be required to get a coronavirus vaccination. Defense Secretary Austin says the September 15th deadline could be moved up sooner if the vaccine receives full approval from the Food and Drug Administration. On Wall Street this morning, Dow futures are down 19 points. NASDAQ futures 16 points higher. S&P futures off a fraction. This is SRN News. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Back to school for Duval County today. 4,700 DCPS students, less than 4%, have had their parents or guardians opt out of the kids wearing masks ahead of the first day of school. More than 127,100 students are enrolled for in-person classes this year. It's also day one of classes for kids in Clay County. Word out this morning that school superintendents who violate Governor DeSantis' executive order ensuring parents the freedom to choose if their child wears a mask in school risk their salary. That's according to the governor's office. The financial consequences come after many school districts across the state have required students to wear masks in schools unless their parents make the decision for their child to opt out of wearing a face covering. Baptist Health announces they admitted 10 children with COVID in a 24-hour span. As of Monday, 21 kids total are in the children's hospital due to the coronavirus. That's Jacksonville.Radio News. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Financial issues plague us all especially in these uncertain times. Dan Celia helps us navigate these difficult financial times every weekday from 9 till noon on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some light traffic on Phillips Highway headed south right at Shad Road. You'll add an extra couple minutes and enjoy the clear roads while you can since school starts back up this morning. If you see anything, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Today, sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm, our high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. 
Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Hill.com reports once again, Republicans plan to attach the defund the police movement to Democrats in the upcoming 2022 midterm elections. A new CNBC poll finds Americans are somewhat split on the issue of vaccine mandates. And over the past couple of months, the number of job openings were around 9.3 million. Now the Labor Department says those numbers have increased to a record 10 million openings. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Hey, we got a lot of news to get to. Good morning. Everybody's going back to school. We do apologize ahead of time for some of you that may get irritated or irate or offended, not by something me and Raj said, but something me and Raj play. Ed, you you, you play clips from, from, from liberals. Yeah, duh. Because we want to let you know where they've come from, mm-hmm. where they're at, and where they want to take you. So <laughs> we warn you, some of you may get a little angry on that, but just please be careful as you're going to school through the uh, speed zones. <clears throat> you don't want to get pulled over. Right. And don't blame me. Anyway, good morning. 705 Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio. WBOB, a new CNBC survey finds that not everybody supports of overwhelming support for a vaccine mandate. Here's the latest with that, where it basically is 49% favorite, 46% oppose it, which is within the margin of error. 49% of the public agreeing with vaccine mandates overall, and 46% disagree, and 5% are unsure. When it comes to vaccine mandates, 74% of Democrats approve, 43% independents, and just 29% of Republicans. Beyond the overall idea of a mandate, CNBC asked about specific situations. We found Americans thinking pretty carefully and making some really clear distinctions. There's majority support, for example, for vaccine mandates for hospital employees, on cruise ships and airplanes, on college campuses, and even just barely for federal government employees. But turn the other way, that support drops off when we asked about concerts and the workplace, restaurants, hotels, and malls. Just 54% of those who are vaccinated think there should be a vaccine mandate in their workplace. That's CNBC's Steve Leisman. Alabama, Georgia, and other states along leading the way as the state chapters as of the National Association of Realtors are suing the Biden administration over their new eviction ban that they placed in last week. Landlords, meanwhile, are going after the Biden administration this morning for the CDC's recent federal eviction moratorium banning evictions through October. You don't have to pay the rent. Members of the Alabama and Georgia Association of Realtors say that their members are facing significant financial losses. After this most recent extension, the lawsuit also claiming the CDC caved to a, quote, tidal wave of political pressure from outraged Democrats. Front news anchor for the Fox Business Network, Maria Bartiroma. In 2020, Republicans picked up seats that Democrats have held on for the last several years. One of the big topics last year's elections where Republicans won was defunding the police from the Hill.com. Joe Concha reports that Republicans will try to push this item again to attach it to the Democrats next year. 
Democratic Party. That when you are attached to something like defunding the police, which will go down as one of the worst policy positions ever taken by members of a political party in history, and it's not even close, by the way, it's going to show that, look, poll after poll shows an overwhelming number of Americans reject defunding the police, including a solid majority of African Americans, by the way. One of the areas where President Biden continues to drop in support is on the border. Fox News' Jonathan Hunt points out not only are the conservatives going after him, but some of the progressives in his own party. President Biden, meantime, is getting hit from both the left and right on immigration. The left accusing him of being too slow to roll back Trump-era policies and using what's called Title 42 to immediately remove many migrants testing positive for COVID. From the right, the president accused of not doing nearly enough to slow the flow. Job openings over the last couple of months have been around 93 Million. Now, according to CNBC's Rick Santali, a new record has hit 10 million job openings. And one of the reasons why is people continue to live off of unemployment benefits. And how are we supposed to interpret this? Quite simply, how we're supposed to interpret it is, is that we have a matching problem. Nothing else seems to work. Many states that have extended benefits program canceled don't seem to be bringing forth as many jobs or matching any better. So we'll continue to monitor this. But 10.073 million. Unbelievable. Last week, Duval County School Superintendent Dr. Diana Green said if students wanted to opt out, just go online with the parents. We, You don't have to go along with the mask recommendations. Now, as of this morning, News for Jack's Joe McLean reports out of 126,000 students, about 4,700 have gone online to opt out of wearing masks so far this year. Duval County Public Schools confirmed about uh, 4,700 students have filled out that online form to opt out of the district's face mask policy. Uh, that's roughly 4% of all the students in Duval County uh, Public Schools. And, but remember, this is a pretty new policy and it's there's no expiration date on it. So those numbers could steadily continue to increase over the coming days. And how many of you, when you look to buy a product or you bought a product, you were happy or you were not happy, left a positive and or a negative review on that company's website or Yelp and or Google? Well, now the Wall Street Journal reports this morning that sellers on Amazon's online marketplace are hunting you down if you left a negative review. And they're trying to come back and sit back and say, hey, can I can I waive a $20 bill or a $30 bill to have you delete or edit that comment? Some sellers are hunting down customers on Amazon who leave negative reviews. Sellers who ship the products via Amazon are not supposed to reach out to the customers outside of the approved Amazon official channel. It's a violation of terms. Some sellers, though, want to reach out to these unhappy buyers to revise or delete their negative reviews to try to get their star ratings up. All right. Let me, before I go to break, let me just set this up. If, most of the, if there's any positive or negative reviews, many of you email them to me, and mm -hmm. I'm very polite. Many of you, I, I mean, I'm killing you with kindness. I can, I, I can tell you where, you know, it's like I'm hitting you in the gut, but I'm doing it in a very pleasant way. You don't really feel it, but you okay. go, man, I just felt that. But anyway, um, if, if you wanted to go to the website, it, that's fine, guys. You can leave all the. It's like bullies to Superman. We exp we get, I get. Listen, I get hate mails. I go, you know, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever. Here is what I'm getting at. Have you ever noticed for those of you out there? Let's say you've got a town hall meeting or you've got a group of people, 15 people, 13 agree with your views. Mm -hmm. But those two people that leave you, you will spend an hour, you'll spend the majority of your time trying to win those two people over. And guess what? You ain't going to win them over.
So when you get a good, nasty, negative in Google review, out of 100 people, 5% say you have a defective product. Mm-hmm. Folks, if you got 100%, then I'd be worried. Get what I'm saying? Right. So don't try to hunt these people down. But if they're going to hunt you down, it's almost willing might me to leave a negative review. I'm going to put Roger Henderson, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give them my email address, and I'm going to try to cash in for 30 40 50 bucks. How about that, Roger? Yeah. I mean, this is the only place the morning show where you can leave negative reviews. Hey, well, it doesn't matter. Our product still sells. For an Amazon marketplace reseller, however, I'm wondering whether or not those two reviews could actually hurt their sales. Boo, flippity, who, you're not going to win them all. All right, so you just deal with what you got. All right. Okay. Coming up next, the latest on the uh, infrastructure bill, which looks like it's going to pass today. Boo to Republicans on this issue. A lot of other issues coming up next. Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Greenland Road headed east, right past Old St. Augustine Road. You're going to add about five extra minutes and still dealing with our usual slow traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east, right before San Pablo. Add an extra four minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Today, sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm, our high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed for the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat, it takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma canines for warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need you know the thing i can tell you about my dog is his eyes have that perfect amount of judgment but also that perfect amount of love and no matter what i do he just looks at me like i'm either an idiot or i'm the best thing in the world Uh, he's my cranky old man and i love him your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder traumatic brain injury and or military sexual trauma give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org i can give you a brand new kitchen in day not weeks, not months. Hi, I'm Jeff Martin from Martin Appliance and Greystone Kitchens with my secret formula for your new kitchen. Quick and easy and economical. 90% of new cabinets today are painted. Modern colors, crisp and clean. 90% of new countertops are granite or quartz. Impeccably stylish, incredibly functional. Our secret? We swap your counters and refinish your cabinets to the color of your choice at a fraction of the cost. None of the hassle and done in days. Call Greystone Kitchens at 213-9100 for your secret solution. Come see us on Phillips Highway across from Regal Cinema. That's Greystone Kitchens and Martin Appliance. New kitchen, new appliances. And if you want new cabinets, I can do that too. I'm a licensed contractor for crying out loud. Florida State License, CGC 1526479. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is all about safety, your safety. You maintain your car to keep safe on the road. You should maintain your home and business the same way. If you need repair or maintenance for your gated community, home, or business, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is here to serve you. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local family-owned company that prioritizes your safety. They have the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems for maintenance or installation. Visit sunbeltsys.com. 
hurricane season is here, and 2021 is expected to be an active one. If you're considering a new generator this year, call American Electrical Contracting to schedule early. American Electrical Contracting will help you plan within your budget and has the highest rated factory certified installers. If there's a storm being tracked, there's a waiting list. Be prepared and buy your new generator today. Visit American-Electrical.com today. American-Electrical.com Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Before the first day of the school year, the Duval County School District says 4,700 students have opted out of the district's mask recommendations. Landlords from multiple states, along with the state chapters of the National Association of Realtors, are suing the Biden administration over the new ban on evictions. And the Wall Street Journal reports sellers on Amazon's online marketplace are contacting customers and hounding them to edit or delete their negative reviews. Amazon says these businesses are in violation of the company's practices. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Landlords, meanwhile, are going after the Biden administration this morning for the CDC's recent federal eviction moratorium banning evictions through October. You don't have to pay the rent. Members of the Alabama and Georgia Association of Realtors say that their members are facing significant financial losses. After this most recent extension, the lawsuit also claiming the CDC caved to a, quote, tidal wave of political pressure from outraged Democrats. From the Fox Business Network, Maria Bartiroma. Good morning. Coming up on 718, Ed Dean. Roger Henderson right here on Talk Radio, WBOB. Matt Schellenberg, former Jacksonville City Councilman um, and who's also now a business writer for FloridaDaily.com. This whole eviction thing, I mean, you know, when this thing happened under the Trump administration, like unemployment benefits, this is supposed to be temporary. Now the liberal left gets in charge. Now they want to extend it. I mean, if you were going to do it, to not, this would have been the smart way of doing it. The Supreme Court... Uh, it wouldn't even be able to take it up for a couple of more months. Where is this going? Because now they're going to extend the the uh, extension ban on uh, those that rent property uh, to those of these individuals who continue to want to scam after landlords all the way till October the third. Matt. Well, let's let's go back to what, how the eviction and uh, occurred. It actually occurred because Congress passed a law, and it was supposed it was supposed to and it ended in January. No, CDC C- did it. No, but wait a second. It ended in uh, January, but CDC extended it to July 31st. It, right. They took it to the court. The Supreme Court said that's absolutely wrong. And this is what's interesting. Biden had opined about this before and it said that it's against the rules to do anything, basically against the law. He, he extends it to October, knowing full well that it's against the law because the Supreme Court will not be able to take it up in that time for a period of uh, time. And so as an individual, as a corporation, when you break the law, what happens? You go to jail or you get punished. The Biden administration, Biden specifically, extends the law knowing full well it is against the law. And he's going to be shot down because the Supreme Court has already opined about it, that it was against the law for the CD. 
the to extend it back in January. Here's another clip and another big issue, job openings. One of my favorite CNBC's Rick Sandelli, many of you, uh, you know, we talked about this many times. We've covered this at FloridaDaily.com, also on this radio show, where the uh, unemployment benefits continue to enrich those out there that need to get off the rear ends and go find real work. And now the job openings at 9.3, the media has barely even covered the reason why many of these job openings are out there, which you have covered, is because of the people just living off the system of unemployment benefits. They act like this is all because the economy making a comeback and really let's be honest that is somewhat true when you shut down the economy it's supposed to open back up now the job numbers here's the clip have hit a record amount of openings at over 10 million and how are we supposed to interpret this quite simply how we're supposed to interpret is is that we have a matching problem nothing else seems to work many states that have extended benefits program canceled don't seem to be bringing forth as many jobs or matching any better so we'll continue to monitor this but 10.073 10.073 million. Unbelievable. And then he points out a lot of that's because of the unemployment benefits continuing out there. Well, I think it's partly that is that, that, that people are, are apparently accumulated a substantial amounts of money over the last uh, 18 months. They have it in their bank account. Maybe they don't want to go to work until the children go back to school. But more importantly, I went to a restaurant the other day, actually on Sunday, and basically the sign says outside, we are 50% staffed in the kitchen. Mm. Service will be, you know, the service is good, but they can't deliver food. Almost every restaurant that you go to are desperate for people to work there. And this is just a small inkling. And look at the hotels. You can't get people to work. And this is the problem with extended benefits, giving people the thinking that $15 an hour is the norm now, and people will not work for less. And, yeah. and some jobs require less and then you go to $15 or go to $20 this pseudo $15 I think Rush Limbaugh said it the best why don't you just pay everybody 30 bucks an hour and we'll be good yeah just give them their own retirement and then they can just do invest their own money and that way they don't have to complain about it unless they make their own mistakes hey um so the the infrastructure package you and I are creatures of the Wall Street Journal I may not agree with everything I'm a huge fan of the editorials I think they are very simplistic they lay things out I know you and I will text routinely many times throughout the week of the Wall Street Journal but they have I think have done a great job of covering the nonsense inside this infrastructure package out there where again it doesn't pay for itself that and by the way I, I we, all, we both know, you and myself, the Congressional Budget Office isn't the most accurate out there on some of the, the uh, predictions with the budget deficit. You know, Mike Lee from Utah said yesterday that uh, the deficit number could go up three to $400 billion. The bill hasn't been fully written yet. This thing's going to pass today, isn't it? Yeah, they said they're going to vote on, for, vote on it on 11 o'clock. But more importantly, let's think about what they're doing. They're paying money to build power stations for electric vehicles. And, and that's good when you're traveling. But when you bring the electric vehicles home, which uh, the, they want to mandate 30% or 40% of the uh, vehicles in 2030 are going to be electric vehicles, explain to me how people that are middle class and poor are going to have charging stations at their house. That They don't think these things through. Do you know how much a charging station is right now to do a house? Five to ten thousand dollars. You can't barely, you know, these homes are barely paying themselves, and you're asking them to buy an electric vehicle. You're doing away with gas stations. What are going to happen to the mechanic 
uh, for people that keep the gas station, uh, keep their gas guzzlers, and who's going to take care of them? The mechanics, when they're so sophisticated, you can't understand how the, how they work in the first place. It is going to be an absolute disaster in eight to ten years because we're pushing the EVs too fast. By the way, as the as the, uh, we talked about in the Fox Business Network that uh, they got to give billions just to bribe the uh, the auto manufacturers because they're not even they're, they're making a few having said that people can't afford some of these things out there through financing you would think but they say the majority of people out there don't want to buy them and the only way that they can push this is not through the marketplace but through the government trying to bribe them with billions of dollars of money to for research right well not only that is that up until recently i think they extended it but i think it in California, if you buy an EV vehicle, you get a $10,000 rebate. Uh, the U.S. government actually had a rebate of $7,500 to buy an EV. So these are basically the people that are buying these are people that can afford a charging station at their house. If you can't afford a charging station at your house, you can't actually afford one. And by the way, how do you stay, how do you travel with an EV? There are stations along the way, but unless they're supercharged, you're basically sitting at a charging station for an hour or two hours, but the minimum is 30 minutes. Really? Mm. You're on the road, you're ready to roll, and you can't get I'm your, with you. a gas station. You put right. it pump in, and five minutes, you're on your way after you go to the hey, restroom. Good to have you on this morning, brother. Good enough. Man. Thanks, Ed. Yeah, I love Have you, a- man. He, he nails it out of the ballpark. Matt Schallenberg, former city councilman uh, in the city of Jacksonville. Now uh, he's a business writer. Does a real good job for us and breaks things down. Very simplistic at FloridaDaily.com. 25 minutes after 7 a.m. Talk Radio. WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard headed north right at McDuff Avenue. You'll add about four extra minutes, and if you see anything that'll help your friends stay safe, give us a call, 901-SAFE. Today's sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm, our high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state, supports more than 100,000 jobs, and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Annabelle's of Orange Park continues to be the one and only shop to find your Trump treasures and memorabilia. Whether a gift for a friend or one for yourself, you will find Trump mugs, long and short sleeve shirts and tops, masks, hats, bobbleheads, flags, and so much more. Now all at Annabelle's. Annabelle's of Orange Park, the award-winning design and Christmas shop. Call for directions, 272-5544. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? 
You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Benito's line cook just threw in his kitchen towel. This order needs to go out right now. He needs to find help before his customers are left waiting. I'm so sorry. We'll be right with you. Who's got table six? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. So we are right at the bottom of the half hour. So for those that are on hold at the topics that we've talked about, that's the hint, uh, we're going to get to your calls in just a few moments at 904-831-0600. I want to break down this. Uh, folks, this is a fascinating poll by CNBC where people are like, yeah, I support a vaccine mandate, oh, oh, but, but not in this area. <laughs> I think it's a pretty accurate poll. And I think it shows, well, some of us kind of flip-flop on our own views. In other words, we're a bunch of Charlie, Charlie Crist and Dr. Fauci. Charlie Crist for governor, Dr. Fauci for lieutenant governor, because they both kind of change their views, do they not? Okay. All right. <laughs> you like that one? I'm going to get the calls coming up in just a few moments. Good right. to have you with us this morning. We'll always enjoy that uh, many of you tune us in. Right here, Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Final Senate approval of a trillion-dollar infrastructure bill is expected today, setting the stage for debate and an eventual vote on an even larger Democrat package totaling $3.5 trillion. Washington Governor Jay Inslee says state workers and employees in private health care and long-term care settings will be required to be vaccinated against COVID-19 as a condition of continued employment. And starting no later than mid-September, all U.S. servicemen and women will be required to get a coronavirus vaccination. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures have been mixed so far. Right now, the Dow futures are down 12 points. NASDAQ futures 18 points higher. And S&P futures are up a fraction ahead of this morning's Wall Street opening bell. More details at srnnews.com. 
News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Duval County Public School students and teachers returning to the classroom today. About 4,700 DCPS students have opted out of the mask policy before the first day. That represents 3.7% of the 126,000-plus students who are enrolled for in-person learning. Baptist Health Monday said Wolfson has 21 patients being treated for COVID-19, and of those 21 children, six are said to be in intensive care. Getting vaccinated against COVID-19 will soon no longer be an option for active military members. The plan laid out by the Pentagon Monday, it's endorsed by the president, says members of the military will be required to get a vaccine starting next month. The commander of Naval Hospital Jacksonville says doctors there have long been prepared for the announcement. Adding many people stationed at Naval Air Station Jacksonville have already been vaccinated. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Coming up on the next edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky on everything going on right now in D.C. with the budget, the infrastructure bill, plus the COVID madness that continues to spread across the country. And Clay, we are going to discuss my stand against masks as I roll in as an angry dad to get ready for the big debate on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. On AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard headed north right at McDuff Avenue. You'll add about four extra minutes. And if you see anything that'll help your friends stay safe, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Today's sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm, our high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A new CNBC poll finds Americans are somewhat split on the issue of vaccine mandates. Over the past couple of months, the number of job openings were around 9.3 million. Now the Labor Department says those numbers have increased to a record 10 million openings. And the Hill.com reports once again Republicans plan to attach the defund the police movement to Democrats in the upcoming 2022 midterm elections. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. All right, let's go to line two. Let's start off with uh, James. Hey, James, what's going on this morning? Oh, good morning, guys. Hey. Yeah, I wanted to touch quickly on like three of the things that you said. One right. was like the eviction moratorium. Right. I don't understand the logic of telling property owners, hey, look, you're not suffering from an issue, but we're going to create one for you. <laughs> you know, they're not allowed to pay, but I don't understand why they don't go to the put the onus on the individual who lost their job. This is the individual who can't pay to have them plead for money from the federal government. I don't understand why they make the property owners do it. Secondly, you guys talked about electric cars. Even Elon Musk came out and said it's stupid to limit in the country because there's not enough infrastructure available right now to support a power grid for electric cars, especially if you do away with coal. Coal makes up over 60% of U.S. production and energy. California has already asked people to stop plugging in their electric car because the power grid can't support it. Mm. Then they also have the one of the other parts where Biden's saying, well, we have 
an uptick in um, income with individuals. Well, are they counting the amount of stimulus that they receive? They said people have increase in pay. Well, if you gave people $3,000 on average for stimulus money, are they counting that money? That is a very, very valid point. But then again, if you uh, combine it with inflation, technically you're losing money. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. But I, I get what you're saying. To your, real quick, to your point on the eviction, this is I, I totally agree with what James just said. Why are we putting the burden of the proof on those that are renting property? Let me just set this, set this up. You got stimulus money. If you didn't get rental assistance, whose fault is that? When the city of Jacksonville was doling out thousands of dollars, you could have gone down there. Not only that, unemployment compensation, which in most cases were paying better than their job. Yes, right. When when <laughs> when the cities were saying, "Hey, come down to uh -huh. City Hall or wherever we were doling out money," if you're being hurt, when they were giving you a thousand dollar or two thousand dollars on a credit card, could you not have? Should you not have used that for rental assistance? What were you using it on? So I agree with James. There are too many moochers out there that are taking advantage of the situation, and yet we tell, like Rogers says, like an eminent domain. Well, folks, when it comes to law, the government's supposed to give you just and fair value for eminent domain if they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So instead of taking care of you, instead they're just offering you loans that you got to pay back. Wow, you it, shut it, me down, but you want to loan me money? It seems like to me that in many of these cases, and I'm not saying this is every case, but in many of these cases they were told that you don't have to pay the rent so people have decided, okay, well, I don't have to. I'm not going to. What they probably aren't realizing, though, is that these landlords can probably go after these tenants for the rest of their lives to get that money back, garnish their wages, do whatever they have to do. <laughs> but, but Roger, they that, want, is, that doesn't help them now, though. No, I agree. Right. They, they want to get rid of them. That's my whole point. And I get that. They want because, to get rid of landlords? No, they want to get rid of the uh, tenants. Okay. Because they're not paying their bills. Because the rent's no, too dang high. Well, trust me, they're going to go after them for the money they owe. Well, if it's worth it. I mean, if it's worth it, but then again, I mean, if their credit score is already, what's the point? Uh, but I see what you're saying. Woody, hey, man, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, man. What's going on with you? Great. Well, my thought was if everybody's getting all this money from uh, the government, why aren't why why is there an eviction moratorium? I mean, they're getting more than they were getting when they were working, apparently, so they should still be required to pay their rent. Uh, No, no, I, I totally agree with you. They were told they don't have to. Well, see, that's the government creating a problem again. But, you know, I also thought on this electric car thing, I see an entrepreneurial uh, opportunity here. All right, I'm somebody, listening. I'm listening. Go. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to build themselves an, a mobile charging station for all these people that get caught in traffic jams around Atlanta and, huh. stuff, and their electricity starts running out and they get panicked. Hey, I'll come up and charge your car for 100 bucks. Wait, there's a problem with that. If it's a traffic jam, how do I get my mobile car in there to charge up your battery? <laughs> You'll get there eventually. You put the yellow light. <laughs> oh, the wow, I'll get, get there, there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with a flyover, yeah. maybe a drone. Woody, you got a good, I like the way you think. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Atlanta's the worst traffic city ever, and outside that in Miami. I lived in Atlanta for going on four years, and I didn't own a car until the last, like, year. And I didn't need one. They had just Because <laughs> you have a driver, Rod. Come on. <laughs> Push to start, I've, I've right? been about six months of my life in Atlanta, uh -huh. stuck in traffic jams. Yeah, it's hard. Through it, it's it's rough. All right, man. Take care, guys. Yeah. All right, man. I want to give Elon Musk and Tulsa uh, some kudos, though. They've got it set where they warn you that hey, you're going to run out of you know battery power by X number of miles, and they show you a grid of where the charging stations are, so you know they can um, help you from not running out of power. Here is um, I wanted to play this clip. This should. 
this, folks, this is a very interesting story. The CNBC poll that just came out really breaks things down on mandates with the COVID vaccine. Only about 50% of those out there support a vaccine mandate. Not as high as everybody thinks it is. Listen to this clip. 49% of the public agreeing with vaccine mandates overall and 46% disagree and 5% are unsure. When it comes to vaccine mandates, 74% of Democrats approve, 43% independents and just 29% of Republicans. Beyond the overall idea of a mandate, CNBC asked about specific situations. We found Americans thinking pretty carefully and making some really clear distinctions. There's majority support, for example, for vaccine mandates for hospital employees, on cruise ships and airplanes, on college campuses, and even just barely for federal government employees. But turn the other way, that support drops off when we asked about concerts and the workplace, restaurants, hotels. And- yeah, you, you guys ready for this? So let me let me set this up before I go back to the calls. Hey, by the way, I, don't do that one. I'm going to get the call. Listen to this real quick, real quick. The CNBC poll says that it's split between the middle. 50% support it, basically 50% oppose mandates. 67% support vaccine mandates for hospital workers. 57% support vaccine mandates on cruise ships. 54% support them on airplanes. But real quick, listen to this. The same people polled that even are vaccinated, the majority oppose mandates for concerts, big ticket items. Only 60% oppose mandates in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost 60% oppose mandates in restaurant and large malls. So they're all over the map. Oh, we support them here, but not everybody's up on the vaccine mandates. They don't support them all over. I think the Democrats had better be careful pushing this narrative. Mask mandates is one thing. Vaccine mandates is another. Yeah. You can take a mask off. You can't take the vaccine out. That's right. <laughs> let's go to, uh, right. who you want to go? Let's go to David. All right, let's go to David. David, good morning. Thanks for calling. Hi, guys. Hey, hey bro. Hey, uh, between, somebody said between five and 8,000. Every house, if you have an electric car, every house has to put in a uh, electric charger between five and 8,000. You do not have to have it. You plug it into your regular wall socket, and eight hours later, after you go to sleep, your car is fully charged up. Okay. Don't you know? Don't you know that? Yeah, but what happens if I want to get on the road for a, You're a drive? You're fully charged up. Most people only drive 25 miles a day in town, and so you only need eight hours overnight to charge it up. You don't need to put a eight thousand dollar charging unit in every house that gets an electric car. You plug it into the wall in a regular socket. Okay, but I mean, what if I, a lot of people are on the road constantly, let's say I got to go up to Atlanta for the day, and, it, and, it's, and it's only so many hundred miles, and I got to charge it for a half hour, an hour. Well, I'm going to be on Team David right no, now. No, I, I, those people no, no, with no, those no. driving habits will probably not get an electric car, and it's not for everybody. Okay, okay that's fair. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, he said, and he's wrong, everybody, every house has to have a five or $8,000 unit installed to have a charger for an electric car. You don't need it. You plug it into your wall. How much are they? I don't know. No, you don't need it. You just plug it in a regular you plug it in your regular current in your house. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the electric cars will either go into a high-speed one that, that Matt talked about earlier, or you can actually use your regular wall outlet. Either one. It just I take, didn't know that. It just takes longer. Interesting. You go to sleep at night, you wake up in the morning, and you're fully charged up. Just like your cell phone. Okay. Okay, there you go. Thank you. All right, brother. 
I don't know. Interesting, interesting mm-hmm. news on that one. Let's go to Keith. Hey, Keith. Good morning. How are you guys? This good morning? man. Um, I was calling about electric cars because yeah, I have I have one, and my brother and my nephew both have Teslas, and. Two interesting things. One is this gentleman just said you could plug it into a, a regular 120 socket. They actually don't recommend that. It deteriorates the batteries quickly. But really? You can, in, you can put in a regular 220, which is very inexpensive for a few hundred dollars. And the car automatically adapts. But Tesla's done something interesting. If you're traveling, they, they, literally you can pull into a Tesla station and they drop the battery, the entire battery from the bottom of the car put in a loaner, go on your trip, bring it back, and, and return it, and yours is all charged, and they charge about 60 bucks for that. Secondly, is there's in no Europe, weight hardly. No, there's zero weight. They do, do it faster than an oil change. Mm. It's, designed, it's a design to completely drop out, and then they slip the new one in, and you're on your way. But in Europe, what they're doing is, there's a company like kind of like a U-Haul, but they're completely charged batteries, and you pull it behind your electric car, and you choose how many miles you want to go. You want to go 600 miles. You want to go 800 miles. You just put the, they put the trailer hitch on. They plug it into the car, and you're good to go. So I can so I can tow my batteries. <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't realize they did but, that. Yeah. Hey Keith, let me ask you something. If the electric car, if they want to knock themselves out, I, I have no problem. I say let the marketplace decide all this. But having said this, I, it, it, we, we talked about a story last week where the majority of cars, a high percentage of cars being bought, brand new, and I'm not talking electric cars. I'm getting to that in a second. $80,000 and over, people, it's a 150% increase. So people are buying expensive vehicles. To me, 80000 is expensive. If electric vehicles are at least that amount, if people were so um, hype about them. Why could you not finance them? Why are more people buying them? Uh, because they're not practical for most people. Okay. If you live in an apartment, where are you going to charge it? Yeah. If, if you only have street parking, where are you going to charge it? Yeah, that's valid it's, point. It's, valid point. Every everybody doesn't have a garage or you know a private residence where they would have an opportunity to plug their car in. And and secondly is. Which people don't realize, like the Teslas, you know, is about 300 miles uh, on a charge. Well, guess what? If you're running your air conditioner and driving at 75, you're probably going to get about 150. Yeah, that's me. Hmm. That's me. It, yeah, it's like it, that's that's if you're nothing's on, you're just riding the car. So those numbers aren't really very accurate. For Interesting. My, my, mine, as they, as they get older, also they deteriorate. So after a few years, you might have. Fifty percent of the original, then deduct. So maybe you can go thirty miles, and then your battery's dead. You know, I gotta get run it. I wonder if it's like a used vehicle now. Does it increase in price? <laughs> That's a good question. You know, on that one, yeah. Keith. Thank you for both of you, yeah. the last callers. It, real good information. Goes, well, you said two twenty. I like that, but <laughs> but um, he brings. I I again, this is something that I I love the audience here mm-hmm. when they bring up things that are again 
you never think about. Like, you put the air conditioning on. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way. I hadn't considered that either. The old days of saying, I can't drive 55. That's true. You're doing 70, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you got to put the air conditioning on. Right. That is a, Keith, that is one of the best points right. I never even thought of. That'll drain the battery more. Yeah, but one of the big arguments people have against them is that, hey, you know what? What if I have to go to Atlanta or Orlando or Miami? The average person is not going to Miami and Atlanta every day. Most of the time, they're driving to or from work. Yeah. You know, 10 miles one way, 10 miles the other. And that's 99% of their driving. And and many people who have electric cars also have an internal combustion engine car. They use the condu- that that car for the road trips, and they use the electric car, you know, or let the wife drive what's, it or whatever. What's more depressing, mm-hmm. knowing that you may have to drive an electric car or go into Atlanta? Okay, seven forty-seven. <laughs> Ed Dean, Roger, Anderson, I like Atlanta. Talk radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard headed north right at McDuff Avenue. You'll add about four extra minutes. And if you see anything that'll help your friends stay safe, give us a call. 901 safe. Today, sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm or high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. Hi, my name is Paula, and I want to share with you how City Rescue Mission has changed my life. Before coming to CRM, I was at my lowest point, and because of the way I was living, I had lost the love and respect of my children and grandchildren. I knew that if I didn't get help, I was facing jail or ultimately death. I needed to find my way back to God and out of my addiction. I am able to see my life differently now. I have the tools I need to deal with life's challenges and know what I need to do to live my life right with God. Now I look forward to finding a job and being able to spend time with my family I'm again. I'm Paul Stassi, Executive Director for City Rescue Mission. The story you just heard is just one example of the many lives that have been transformed here at CRM. This year marks 75 years of City Rescue Mission's making a difference in our community, and we couldn't do it without you. Visit us at crmjax.org to learn more or to make a donation to help provide hope, healing, and change for those in need. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare, and what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Nolan Ryan has just pitched his seventh career no-hitter. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink La Blue bottled water every day. La Blue is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love La Blue, and yours will, too. If you want to hydrate like a Hall of Famer, ask for La Blue Ultra Pure Bottled Water by name at your favorite retailer. Or go to LeBlue.com to have it delivered to your home, your office, or your church. That's LeBlue, L-E-B-L-E-U.com. To bypass the CNNs and the MSNBCs. To bypass the New York Times and the Washington Post. ABC and NBC and CBS. There's some fellow conservatives out there who are very troubled by this. 
They haven't even acknowledged what just took place. It's okay. They'll learn to understand. It's not about personality. It's about liberty. That's our watchword, liberty. And I'm very excited about it. Mark Levin on Talk Radio, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. WBOB is Talk Radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Landlords from multiple states, along with state chapters of the National Association of Realtors, are suing the Biden administration over the new ban on evictions. The Wall Street Journal reports sellers on Amazon's online marketplace are contacting customers and hounding them to edit or delete their negative reviews. Amazon says these businesses are in violation of the company's practices. And before the first day of school season, Duval County School District says 4,700 students have opted out of the district's mask recommendations. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Last week, uh, Duval County School Superintendent Dr. Diana Green said this about those that uh, students that don't wear masks. She says we're not going to punish them. It is not tied to discipline. Our schools are prepared for when students arrive, whether they are wearing a facial covering or not. They have their procedures that they would follow. Again, we're not applying discipline to students as it relates to wearing facial coverings. Now, um, I think that was a wise move. To allow students to opt out, you think they would opt in, but that's okay. So now uh, Joe McLean from News 4 Jack says, as of yesterday, because today's the first day of school for many local areas, that um, they have, out of the, what, 126,000 students alone just in Duval County, about 4,700, and he, he says they expect those numbers to rise a little bit, have decided not to opt in, but opt out of the mask requirements. Duval County Public Schools confirmed about uh, 4,700 students have filled out that online form to opt out of the district's face mask policy. Uh, That's roughly 4% of all the students in Duval County uh, Public Schools. And, but remember, this is a pretty new policy and it's there's no expiration date on it. So those numbers could steadily continue to increase over the coming days. Yeah, now he makes 49%. a good- 49%. Yeah, he makes a good point. He says there's no expiration. I mean, this thing stayed around till Christmas. Yeah, I expect the numbers to go up, but that's only for some of you that are getting a little excited. I, by the way, I'm not a big fan of the mask mandates. If you want to allow a choice, if that's plan B, I'm all for that. Having said this, um, 3% out of 126,000 isn't a lot. Now, you get 15, 20, 20, okay, then the numbers jack up a little bit. Let's go to Ryan. Hey, good morning. Hey, how are you? Hey, man, what's up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I had called in. I am a uh, four-time cancer survivor. I've had cancer off and on for 40 years, everything that comes with it. Um, and I just wanted to call out something on these uh, preventative treatment policies for that came with COVID. So historically, whenever I'm exposed to an infection or, or uh, you know, to be, prevent an infection, I've been treated with uh, preventative treatments, right, over the years. I took penicillin for 20 years, that kind of thing. Now, currently, I live at home with my mother who's COVID positive, right? And these same doctors that are telling you to wear a mask and get a vaccine to protect the vulnerable – will not protect the most vulnerable. Nobody in this town has wanted to prescribe me known effective treatments. I finally found somebody 
through uh, one of my posts online that got to a bunch of doctors who are treating thousands of high-risk patients with drugs like ivermectin, and I got to, finally got to a doctor to get the treatment I need. So I'm wondering why the policies have all of a sudden changed, where for 20 years, 40 years, I could call in and say, hey, doc, I was exposed to this. I have no spleen. I have lung damage. I have heart damage. I have a pacemaker. And I could get the medicine I needed. But now, as a high-risk patient, I cannot. And I want to know why that's changed. What's going on? Why has this happened? I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people that love the vaccine that say it works. I, don't, I mean, to each, I mean, you make a good point, you know, some things, it just, here's the thing, mm-hmm. not all the drugs work for the same everybody out there. I don't know. Right. Well, the hospitals are telling us that 90 something percent of those who were, you know, in the hospital in ICU for COVID, right now for COVID did not get the vaccine. Yeah. So, but even the majority of those are, are living. So, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, I don't know why the doctors have changed things around. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Ron. Hey, Ron, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good, man. Hey, these numbers you're putting out, this 4,700 uh, students that opted out. Yeah. Um, one thing, it wasn't widely spread out that they had to opt out. And the other one is my son's in high school, and he says most of the kids aren't wearing masks. They just didn't show up with them. So they're just not going to. Well, those numbers are way off. So you think they, they're jacked up? They just because they haven't they haven't officially said they want to opt out, right? But they didn't bring the mask with them to school. That's so hold on. So looks. but hold on. It makes my point. Well, Ron's, but the schools, I understand, says they've got masks there. So oh, okay. So if students you know want one, they just forgot it. They can, but they're not going to make them wear it. All right. Yeah. Hey, Ron, I got to run to the top of the hour. Seven fifty six. Talk radio. WBOB. Where are the tie ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard headed north right at McDuff Avenue. You'll add about four extra minutes, and if you see anything that'll help your friends stay safe, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Today's sunshine and clouds are mixed with the chance of a thunderstorm, our high 90. A few passing clouds tonight, 75 the low right now, 76 degrees. I'm Lou Dobbs. Job openings hit an all-time high in June. India may slash tariffs on imported electric cars. There's a new market for fake vaccination ID cards. Those stories next. If you're like me, towels just didn't seem to dry anymore when you were in the store. They felt smooth and soft, but at home they just didn't absorb very well. That was before Mike Lindell found the best towel company right here in the USA. Just go to MyPillow.com and enter my promo code DOBS for deep discounts on these soft, thirsty towels that actually work. They're made with USA cotton. They come with a full 60-day money-back guarantee. A six-piece set of these soft MyPillow products includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths in your choice of beautiful colors. Regularly $109.99. Now $39.99 when you enter my promo code DOBS. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and enter my promo code DOBS for deep discounts. Or call 800-977-9152 and tell them Lou Dobbs sent you. Remember when Democrats and the media cried the sky was falling when Donald Trump imposed tariffs against foreign goods? Funny how things change. Now those same usual suspects are praising India for that country's plan to slash tariffs on imported electric vehicles. What they don't point out is that India's tariff is 60% on any imported Teslas or other American cars, and it's only being lowered to 40%. Miss President Trump yet? 
U.S. job openings hit a record high in June as employers posted over 10 million jobs. The labor market is hot but could be even hotter if some industries weren't holding back hiring because of supply chain disruptions. A new online industry has popped up selling fake China virus vaccination cards. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates from the Salem Radio Network right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. To the last caller, Ron, he, he was making a good point. I just had to go to the top of the hour. Um, people are technically or officially opted out of the mask requirement. What he's saying is, is like, Hey, I, I didn't go online. I'm just not wearing the mask. So what he's saying is, is even though they haven't technically gone on the record, you could expect that number unofficially to go up. Right. 4,700 of those who officially punched out, but it's probably maybe probably double, a lot double triple that. Kids day. aren't going to wear it. I, I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. All right. More coming up next in hour number three. And Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville, 101.1 FM W266CX Fruitco. Talk Radio.